Here with the Simple Church Never Too Young podcast. I'm here with Reagan Hodge, and I'm a junior at Houghton High School. Let's go, Bulls! Go Vikes! <laughs> go Vikes! Um, we also have two very special guests with us today. Hi, guys. I'm Emma. Um, I'm a junior at Benton. <laughs> and I'm Allie, and I'm a senior at Airline. Go Vikes. Yeah. Um, okay. So, real quick, y'all, introduce yourselves as Emma and Allie, but can we hear your last names? Oh, okay, so hi, I'm Emma Hagler. I'm Allie Mitchell. <laughs> so that might give you a hint as to what we're talking about today. We are here with two PKs, and if you don't know what PK means, that's a pastor's kid. Um, we're talking about PK popularity today. Um, so real quick, Allie, Emma, if y'all would just talk about who your parents are and their relation to the Simple Church. Okay, well, my dad is the lead pastor of the Simple Church, um, and my mom is now on the pre-show, which is kind of like, so like... <laughs> Both of my parents are very much in the spotlight as of now. Yes, and my dad is the productions pastor, and my mom works at the church, too. I'm honestly not really sure what her title is, but <laughs> she's like a little secretary. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've got two, um, also both Chip and Justin, mm-hmm. um, founding members of the Simple Church, kind of started this whole thing out, yeah. uh, which is really cool to have them here. We're very glad to have them. Um, so today we just want to talk about a couple things, and, and you know, Popularity is one thing, and school popularity is another. Um, but being in church is a whole different ballgame. Oh, for sure. And so I just want to ask, first, everyone who's listening probably knows that Simple Church is not like every other church everywhere, but it's really the different church here in Bossier. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to every other church, it is the the controversial, different, <laughs> people don't always like the way we do things. So I just want to ask for y'all, September, I think, is the 15-year anniversary of the, the beginning of the Simple Church. So that means that Emma, you were one, and then Allie, you were two-ish um, when the Simple yeah. Church started. So what was it like for y'all literally growing up with this church that is so different than everything else anybody's ever known? I've literally never known anything else. So, like, I'm used to it. Like, it's what I've grown up with, obviously, and... um think it growing up in the church like like you said we know no different and it's definitely been foundational like how we view church and religion in itself and yeah. the difference mm-hmm. between like uh, going to a specific church I think like that would be for anyone like the church that you grow up in is going to greatly shape how you view all of those things so mm-hmm. yes I agree right so Growing up in the church, you guys you guys know what it's like. Simple church is your home. That that style of church is what you know. But how has that affected kind of the way that you are on just a Sunday morning, right? So you walk around, and, and I might know people on a Sunday morning get to talk to them, but y'all walk around, and even if you don't know the person, they probably know who you are, right? Emma, you yeah. look like a Hagler, and Allie, you look like a Mitchell. <laughs> you guys have this distinct family look, and so it's it's pretty obvious to everybody. So how does that affect, you know, your Sunday morning just walking around? Oh, like – walking downstairs is everyone's like oh hey Emma I have no idea who you are like sometimes (laughs) sometimes I'm like oh yeah I know who you are like I'll wave to you like I know that you know my parents at least like you've grown up with me whatever sometimes I'm like "Mm, I'm gonna act like I know you I probably have seen you every now and then (laughs) but um it's weird being such like a popular figure and even like as I'm 16 and everyone knows who I am being like an adult to like a five-year-old everyone knows who I am and I think that we have different experiences because mm-hmm. your dad is more prominent and, like, he talks about y'all and shows yeah. pictures of y'all. So, like, it's more kind of a known to everyone else. But for me, 
it's more of like the people that have been at the church for a long time mm-hmm. they know who we are mm-hmm. and like they'll approach us and talk to us and mm-hmm. sit like you know be friendly and yeah all these things which is interesting because i feel like i don't know i don't have the most like social skills so I, it's yeah. like <laughs> had, it's taught me how to like oh for sure like really i say i'm an introvert like yeah one thousand percent i would say i'm an introvert i need my own time but on sundays and on like events i have to be that extroverted mm-hmm. person but i love it like i say i'm an extroverted introvert like I love being, like, friendly to everyone, and I love talking to a lot of people, but it's just I've grown up that way. I've been taught and raised to be that way. Yeah. So, you know, everyone on a Sunday morning kind of has their eyes on you, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe not in a bad way, but they just see you and they recognize you. It's the same thing how we call Brian the mayor because when he walks around, everybody (laughs) knows who he is, right? Yeah. Um, But how does that change the dynamic outside of church? Because I'm sure, you know, Simple Church is a big church. Everybody knows Justin Hagler even if they don't go to Simple Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people know Chip as well. So what's the what's the feeling of, do you feel that the same way that on Sunday morning all eyes are on you, do you feel that way just in life as you walk through life? Does it feel like there are eyes on you at all times? Absolutely, yes. Like, as, like no matter what the situation is, like, and walking in a grocery store, you're, like, everyone, uh, you'll at least say hi to a few people that you know, like, or whether or not I know I know them, like they know the church, they know my father, they know whoever. It's like, and especially in school, like in that situation, you're always gonna know some people. Um, but also, it's kind of comforting in a way, is to have that like family, I guess, mm-hmm. like a comforting, like a big community to have people that know you, no matter where you are. Um, even in like some different states, some people are like, oh, like you're the simple church. But also, then there's some controversy with that that comes with people being like oh it's the simple church that's like the controversial church that mm. some people don't absolutely love um i don't know it just kind of depends yeah i can definitely attest to that as well like at school um i have i do remember like i feel like this happened more in maybe early high school middle school like people would come and ask questions about the things that we yeah. our church mm-hmm. stood for or would say and it's always kind of like i don't know just interesting because you're having mm-hmm. to defend mm-hmm. your parents you almost feel like that that need to like step up for i don't know your church and your parents but yeah you're stepping up for a big role as a young kid well i'll say as somebody who now works at the church and has kind of grown up in simple church as well and is pretty vocal about being part of the church Mm -hmm. i get the same questions my parents don't work there right it's not that's not a something that i didn't they're not working at the church but i get the same questions of people like so do y'all actually preach the gospel? <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Um, but I will say, and I don't know, Reagan, maybe you can relate to this, yeah. but for me, in a different way, from a different perspective, you know, my dad being really big in the military, especially when we mo- when we lived on base and when he was still active duty, it was kind of the same way. I feel this, you know, it's comforting because everybody knows you. You feel like everybody, you can talk to anybody, mm-hmm. but there's also this, like, if I do something wrong, I put a bad reputation mm-hmm. for my parents and that affects yes. their job. And I don't know if Reagan, you can relate on that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and what you were saying about the church, like, I know I'll go to school, and you know so many people at my school, because I'm in Houghton, like, 90% of people go to First Baptist Houghton, and then I will go there sometimes to, like, hear my friends speak and stuff, and, you know, I have people asking me, like, you know, the Simple Church, like, why don't you just come here, and, you know, people just have this, like, I don't know about the Simple Church just because we're not like every other church, Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I tell them, you know, the Simple Church is like my home. You know, I when I was younger, I couldn't find a church that I liked, and then I came here, and, you know, it was just different. And because, you know, it's not 
a Baptist church, and I came here, and I was like, this it's just like so much more broad, and you know, people are like, but community, and I'm like, you don't understand the diverse community that I mm-hmm. have here. You know, it isn't just all these people who are all up in my business, but it's these people who get to see me from this different point of view and get to come to me with a new understanding. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely relate. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And yeah. I, I know Allie probably sees this because Allie and I have been in school together since second grade when a little trivia, I'm going to throw this oh out there, God. Simple Church. <laughs> Allie Mitchell had a crush on me in second grade <laughs> and she wrote me a note about it I on a heart sticky okay. note. Okay. So did it have like the check boxes like no it was like no it was, no, it was a heart sure sticking note and it just and it just like said I love you or something like that and then I was like Ali Mitchell what is this Ooh, the word love yeah. guys I was just a hopeless romantic yeah second grade. <laughs> um, but for me Ali Ali sees this at school I'm a very fiery person um, I don't I don't shy away from any opportunity to say what I think and to say what I believe. So for me, even when it's just the church that I'm a part of, not even the church that my parents started, not even church that I was, you know, around that in the beginning, um, for me, I get very frustrated and, and can be quick to, to kind of go at something in an argument mm-hmm. um, when somebody starts to say something about the church. So I'm mm-hmm. sure, and I'm sure Reagan can relate on that level, yes. but for y'all, it being almost feeling like a personal attack from your mm-hmm. on your parents, sure. how, does, how, do you, how do you deal with that? How do you navigate that? For sure. It's definitely like it feels like you're attacking my family and like my whole life if you go at my church. But it's also kind of like I'll like I try not to go at people because then it also honestly it pushes people away. (laughs) But it's very difficult. It's like it's you're attacking my person like you're my people like this is how I've grown up. It's just very weird. It's like a weird dynamic with a lot of people. I think when I was younger, it was harder to. Mm -hmm not get as frustrated as quickly but I think now it's like I have this understanding of like everybody only knows what they know mm-hmm. and uh, they will kind of critique things that they don't really understand and they've never been a part of so it's like taking criticism is like is it really truthful is it based yeah. in truth or not and that's kind of where it's like if am I going to fight back or not if, if it's based in truth mm-hmm. so right so if you've kind of you know you're both kind of a this idea that as you've gotten older a little bit, you're, you're better at it, right? That's part yeah. of maturing. But so as you've matured and as you've kind of figured out where you belong and your, your place in the world and your place in, in your school and, and in life, has this idea of being a pastor's kid and, and being such a big integral part of the Simple Church, has that changed who you are as a person and, and who you're friends with, right? I think about maybe the organizations that you're involved in, the things that you do, the, the times that you put yourself in the spotlight and who you surround yourself with has this kind of idea of being around this controversy all the time, has that changed how you view that and who you've chosen to spend your time with? Um, I think yes and no for me personally because, yes, I want to be surrounded by people that I love and that I know love like the, the community I'm in, I guess you could say. Um, but also I want to be as open and as broad um, as a person as possible, and I love to be... Um, like accepting to everyone no matter who you are no matter what you do uh like no matter what church you go to like that doesn't matter to me I'm gonna be your friend and I'm gonna be friendly to you um but like as to say like my close friends um I would say yeah I would rather like just so I can get to spend more time with you I guess um like my best friend goes to church with me 
Um, shout out Claire. Shout out Claire, Claire Cox. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> at home, be real, at Claire Shot. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I love having her in this community with me so we can share that belief that's, like, it's not a belief, but I guess, like, uh, I guess a, a community. Yeah, yeah, journey. That's a good word. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, but I love to be accepting to everyone. So I guess it just kind of depends on the way you're looking at it. I think, like, for me, my closest friends mm-hmm. that I have had, like, true, deep relationships with have come from the church. Mm. Like, especially, like, shout out to your sister <gasps> and you. Yeah. Like, we've grown as friends, and mm-hmm. I really do, like, have a firm trust with y'all. And it, it has built from that foundation of just knowing each other forever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I will say the same thing. I have made friends with a lot of different people that come from a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah. But I think that that's important. Like, to isolate yeah. yourself into a certain confined group, I don't know. I think it just secludes your, I, I don't know. Also, you get I tunnel vision. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I think, like, helping, like, especially for me, my dad being, like, the head pastor, the lead pastor, whatever, um, him being, like, that top and that most visual, whoa, <laughs> visible figure, um, being an open person and being able to connect with almost everyone, mm. it opens that church up. Like just the For word sure. church and the word like if you like whatever, like some Baptist churches aren't as open or like mm. they're gonna be a little bit more judgy. Mm. Simple church, our whole role is to be open and as um what's the word I'm inclusive. looking for? Inclusive, thank you. Yes. Um like diverse. So I'm trying to show that to everyone, not as only like saying, oh, yeah, like I love Jesus. Just showing that without saying it, showing it is a big thing, in my opinion. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can definitely like what you said about the church being open. Mm -hmm. That is one thing that I have loved about the Simple Church um, compared to everything else is, you know, we are open to everyone. Mm -hmm. You come into our church and you see all types of people. And I just remember like hearing one day, you know, we don't shoo away the homeless people, but, you know, the homeless people will come into our church and, you know, we're like, have a donut, have a drink, have this. And, you know, we welcome them with open arms. And truly, I think our church is such a good reflection of how Jesus loves other people because mm-hmm. Jesus loves everyone with open arms. And, yeah. you know, we, I just, I went to other churches and I felt judgment. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I had to wear a certain something when I went to a different church. And, like, I tell people when I come here, like, I can show up in my PJs and <laughs> nobody's going to look at me like I'm crazy. They're just going to be like, oh, yeah, me too, They're girl. probably in their PJs, too. <laughs> so. I've thought about yeah. it. I've thought about it. We had a PJ day with our, yeah, with our uh, simple kids. Like, with our kids, commu- like, that is just, we're trying to be open no matter yeah. what you wear, no matter who you are. Well, and so, f- for me, kind of going back to this military perspective, mm-hmm. um, this still blows my mind because I feel like I'm still the new kid here. I've lived here for 10 years now, which is so weird for me. But when we came here 10 years ago, this is my favorite thing because people will ask me how I, like when they see me hanging out with Emma, they'll be like, how do you know them? And mm-hmm. of course they know I go to your church, but it's like, how do you, how'd you get to hang? And for me, it's, I tell the story that when we moved here 10 years ago, the Justin and Angie were my parents' first couple friends that were not military members. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of it. And they were just welcome. And it just happened because um, my sister and Hannah were in the same grade and were in class together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember when we were at beach camp this year, kind of this, you know, about half of the kids, I would say, that came to beach camp with us this year did not attend the Simple Church, have never been yeah. to a service with us. It's they true. don't go to the Simple Church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at first it's kind of awkward for everybody because they don't go to our church. And then we're kind of like, 
oh, you know, this Who is kind of weird. Yeah, like, we don't know you. Like, that's just weird. But then, you know, you kind of figure it out. And I remember it was the last night or second to last night when sort of a couple of these girls that don't go to our church kind of were saying, and they were just like, we've never been more welcomed and never has it felt mm-hmm. more open mm-hmm. with a group of people f- with a church that we don't belong to. And I think that's something really, really special. Um, that from an outside perspective as well makes me like endlessly joyful. Like I love yes. hearing that. Yeah, it feels like you've done it, right? We've yeah. done what we're so what we keep saying we're gonna do, what we keep yeah. saying we're about, we're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also still a challenge um, because it's. I think the reason that I th- we see a lot of churches maybe not as welcoming is because it's easy to be that way. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I was gonna say like it is. Qu- we're we're. I almost think like we're set to be quick to judge people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Even uh, I have this issue like we kind of turn off the possibility of having a relationship with someone just like by your first interaction with them or what they're wearing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I do say like about church camp, it's always such a great experience to see everyone come together as a collective and a community and to build that relationship with each other and with God. And it all kind of like, comes together and it's like really falls together it's yeah beautiful. it's so it really is it like, really like it sounds like so like cheesy like it's a beautiful thing to watch <laughs> blossom <laughs> but like genuinely for really, sure like, it's for so sure. cool like i didn't know how like l- l- genuinely like half of the people like yeah. and and i would of course i'm a human being i'm gonna mess up so i would hang out with like the people that i knew so i would hang yeah. out with um like my best friend and max and like all these people um and then I eventually I was like, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. I need to start hanging out with the people that I am not used to, that I need to, like, help just, like, push into a relationship. And it's yeah. it just makes it so much better, and it's so much more of a community that way. Well, and that was kind of what I felt at church camp, was, like, at the beginning, you know, van life, blah, blah, blah. You know, it was just, like, <laughs> yeah. it was, like, us and, like, Davin and Hannah and, like, that, you know, that group of people that are together on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And it's fun, and that's, w- and here's the thing, is that's what we're used to. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go scripture really quick. And really talk about how my favorite thing about the symbol church is, you know, people will kind of say, well, y'all don't do this, y'all don't do this. What about this? Tra- this is a tradition. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you doing this? I'm like, if you just take one, l- if you spend five minutes ever for the first time in your life and you read anything from the New Testament, mm-hmm. you will realize that Jesus threw every tradition out the window. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like Preach it. Jesus would have, if, if he had stayed with tradition, he would have been a Pharisee, mm-hmm. right? He would have been not washing people's feet. He wouldn't have gone to the woman at the well. He wouldn't have offered the her the living water. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the idea. And I saw that a lot at beach camp because I don't think it was just like us at this table. I don't think it was just the people who are, you know, spiritually mature, who are mm-hmm. strong in their faith. It was people who on a Sunday morning that I see at our church that like to talk and be on their phones and they're not really paying yeah. attention all the time, but they still made the effort and they made friends with people that you wouldn't think that they would. And mm-hmm. we just came together. And I say this as one church, but not as one church, simple church, not as one church, First mm-hmm. Bojer or Cypress or First Baptist, First mm-hmm. Baptist Houghton. It was one church as in God's church, yes. as Absolutely. in God's people coming together, not as the building, but as that body of the believers. And yeah. I think that's so cool. Gave me chills. <laughs> I know, it, it really is so. It's it's so great. Like, and you always come back, and for me, like, there's a difference. Like, when you come back and you feel like spiritually renewed, but mm-hmm. also, like, for me, sometimes I come back and I'm like, I feel this desire to be in community mm. with these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it really is great. And then you make a lot of new friends. Like, I don't for know. Sure. There are people unexpected that I would never yes. expect to have yeah. any sort of relationship with that I've now kind of like. And now I talk to them all with. the time. I know. And I'm like well, it's funny. Yeah, and that's what I'll say. Like. Um, I'll throw her name out here, Kaylee Rabb, who goes mm-hmm. to yes. South Bossier Baptist and goes to Parkway. And I've known her for a couple of years, but we were never like, like we would snap or whatever, but we weren't like friends. You know what yeah. I mean? She, I, sw- I talk to her every day and almost every conversation is a deep spiritual conversation. Mm-hmm. And we still have plenty of fun. It's not like always like, 
well, you know, the Bible says. <laughs> but it is just kind of like we're able to relate on this level, and it's not like we've been, you know, making this relationship and this friendship go for, for years. It was a week at beach camp, and now mm-hmm. I feel like I can tell her anything. I pray for her. I pray with her. She prays for me. She prays with me. Like, it's this idea that exactly, not just a spiritual renewal that you feel, and it's not just a camp high when you mm-hmm. have your relationship with God, but it's this, like, I want this community. I want this outside of, and, and I think it, for us, makes us realize that although we might go to a different church and we think we're different, the way that we are very similar to other churches is sometimes we get so stuck in the walls of Simple Church. There are no real walls of the Simple Church, mm-hmm. but this, you know, stuck in our circle of people yeah. that we forget that we should be out there with other people mm-hmm. and, and we should be doing that. The, yeah, that's also why we have, like, do good days. Like, it sounds like we're just trying to open that community more and like show that love to literally everyone mm-hmm. no matter if you're homeless if you're like in a different like religion yeah like whatever yeah. we're gonna show you that love whether or not we're gonna like tell you the gospel as we do it we're just gonna show it to you yeah i just i don't know which i think is the best way to pull people towards mm-hmm. the church mm-hmm. is to show them that initial love and create that initial sort of relationship with them because I don't know. My dad always says, like, you can never, like, I don't know. You have to have a relationship with someone first yeah. before right. you, you can, can lead them anything. in the right way. Because yeah. they're That's never yeah. going to trust something. The, the way I view kind of discipleship, right? If you're going to be a disciple, you have to also make other disciples, right? That's mm-hmm. what Matthew 28 mm-hmm. says, to go, therefore, and, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. So my, But my view of it is you don't make a disciple, right? This is kind of old-fashioned to just go if I don't if I don't if I know that Allie doesn't have a relationship with Christ I don't just go up to her and say did you know that Christ died for you (laughs) my view of it is you don't start with the Bible forward you start with it in your back pocket it's your foundation right it's your it's what you have in your mind as you're doing this but you start with hey how are you like like what's going on in your life like let's catch it you want to go to lunch you want to just hang out one day Mm -hmm. and then eventually you come to the point where they have seen Christ shine through you you haven't said a word about Jesus they just see it when you act and then they're going to ask you about it. They're going to, right? God is going to move in them. God is going to cause them to want to know more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just such a big thing. And and I think part of that, I kind of want to transition into another question that I have for y'all. Mm-hmm. Does being a disciple, making disciples and spreading the gospel, does to you, does it make it harder to do that because your parents are so involved in the church, because your dads are pastors? Because I know for me, I worry, you know, in James 1, it kind of says that not many of you should become teachers because you are, you're judged harder, right? This idea mm-hmm. that basically saying not everyone should become a full-time, you know, pastor because it's a harder job, right? You might, you're going to make bigger mistakes. Um, and so I just want to ask for y'all, has that changed because your parents are in that spotlight? I think it makes it like a little bit more difficult, I guess, because in my mind, I'm like, my parents already are that, fig- that figure, so why do I need to like go back and be that I guess which sounds like kind of bad like that sounds like not the best thing ever but like I feel like they're already in that big disciple figure and being like there for other people it's kind of like I'm just their backup I'm not it's supposed to be like leading as much but also I also feel like my mom literally always tells me she's like you're meant to lead like I can see it in you like you're meant to lead you're there to be a wonderful leader I can see I saw it whenever you were like three years old so it's weird to like for me to like try and pursue that leadership I guess is the way to say that I don't know I think my fear is that I'm going to mislead people in Mm -hmm. the sense of like I am still 
young and naive in many ways mm-hmm. and I don't always I, I've had to like that's hard to come to realize but like there's mm-hmm. so much I don't know yeah mm-hmm. and I'm always afraid that I'm gonna say something or lead someone in the wrong direction when I don't have a full understanding of yeah. it so that's I don't know well I think you growing up in the church having you know going home every day and your dad is a pastor you feel that more right yeah. so if I go home my dad's not a pastor right so he's he's a Christian, but he's not a pastor. So, so for you, and I would assume you as Mm -hmm. well, maybe it's kind of, I see it as I would struggle because you're, you know, Justin always says he's not a theologian. He doesn't know everything, but he's still a pat, like he does a really good job and he knows a lot more than you probably do as a, as a 16 or 17 year old kid. Yeah. It's like the perfection side of it, like trying to be perfect and trying to lead a person into perfection, which is not possible at all. But like, like, that's how it feels also because when I go home and I tell my dad like what I tried to do he's like well you probably could have worded that a little bit better Mm -hmm. or I'm just like afraid of that like not that that he's gonna like judge me or like being like "Mm, actually you did that wrong (laughs) like he's gonna be like thankful that I did that but also it's like it's hard when they turn it it into a lesson yes Mm -hmm. yes Yes. the lesson part of it (laughs) that's what I I I tease Christy in the office because mm-hmm. she's the same way, right? You know, you mm-hmm. spill your cup and she turns it, it's, it's like a sermon yeah. kind of thing. But I think that's a natural thing for, mm-hmm. for people to do, especially when you're in ministry. But I'm sure that's difficult. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, go ahead. I think almost I feel like that has aided in being pushed away slightly mm-hmm. is the, like, you feel like you can never make a mistake. Yeah. And you can never just, like, be wrong and sit in your mistake and like figure it out for yourself mm-hmm. everything has to you have to be made right you mm-hmm. have to do it right and you it's like yeah. a certain way and sometimes I'm like well what if I don't agree with the way that you're telling me to mm-hmm. be and I feel like as we get older though like you kind of shape into yourself and wh- how you believe mm-hmm. in your own faith and I don't know that's important yeah I think it's almost like anytime you mess up you have to be taught like by mm-hmm. your own parents or by your own peers that are around you and and sometimes it's better to learn and to fall and to mm-hmm. hit hard and yeah. to not have to be immediately picked up by someone else like you have to pick yourself up in some situations do you know what i mean and like that for me is when i have grown the most spiritually yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when i That's hit high. a rock bottom and there's no one there to pick because there's up. only way there's you c- if you hit the bottom you can only move up from mm-hmm. there yes thank you max <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you have this kind of, you know, struggle of everything turns into a lesson, right? Because, yeah. and you feel like you can't make a mistake. Part of that, do you think that comes from not just people in general around you, but especially from kids? Because I know for me, yeah. just being in any sort of spotlight at school, right? If people just know you, mm. you you feel like they're just waiting for you to mess up. Do yes. y'all feel like people are waiting and judging? And, and when you do mess up, it's like, well, you know, then her dad's not a good pastor because mm-hmm. she messed up. Absolutely. Like, it's... Expe- kids are like weird kids my age are like in high school it's kind of weird so anytime like I'll mess up doing a little thing I'm always worried about other people's opinions and other people's views no matter if they're actually caring or not like I'm not gonna be I'm not a perfect person so I'm gonna mess up and kids are much more harsh and much more aggressive than adults are in a lot of well kind of depends but (laughs) (laughs) like I think because also because I'm peers with them, like I'm with them in a lot of like classes or whatever, they're going to, they see my every move and then they take that to my parents or they'll take that like as my parents, you like yes. it like hurts their reputation yes. and hurting mine. And that is very difficult to deal with. Like making sure I'm perfect, quote unquote, like 
so I don't hurt my parents or the view of the church or whatever. Like, it's just hard. And I think that breeds a culture of secretiveness. Mm-hmm. That Absolutely. is been so true for me is everything. I feel like when I've done something wrong, there's like maybe a few people that know mm-hmm. about my mm-hmm. my mistakes, which also means that there are really only a few people that know my true personality as well. And that's hard because yeah. it's like you can't, you can't really express yourself as you are because you're trying to hide that in the sake of the church or in the sake of your parents' reputation. Wow. Okay. So we are kind of, this is really good and this is really getting somewhere, but we're running out of time. So I think we might need to do a part two of this. Um, so I'm just, we're going to, you know, I appreciate everyone for listening. I appreciate Emma and Allie for being here and, and Reagan. Um, we, I, 100% we're doing a part two, no matter what. If it's today, we film it, or, or later, we'll do a part two. Um, but stay tuned for the next episode of Never Too Young. Uh, we've got more guests coming. We've got all kinds of fun stuff and, and really good deep conversations going on. Um, so I appreciate this, and, and we'll see you guys next time. Keep it real simple.